next 8-4 play podcast, your first, only, best, last, greatest hope for talk about Japan and games and Japanese games. Hi. I am your host, the man behind the mask, Mark Gaming Jesus McDonald. Because you're wearing Literally. a mask. A little sick, but still here, folks. Uh, <laughs> wow, good for job. You. Not phoning in. Thank you. That's right. For the love. Um, also, I really want to talk about Evil Within 2. Um, <laughs> yeah. And no one else has played it too much. Although, John, you played it a little bit. A couple hours. Um, yes. Well, uh, thank you for coming back and listening. Let's go around the horn real fast. Um, to my right, stage left. Starting off, that is Justin J.J. Cranky Kong Epperson. Yes. Uh, big fan big of, fan of <laughs> the Donkey Kong Country. Yeah. Basically, if you would have only gotten that in your uh, Super Famicom Mini, you would have been happy. Absolutely. The other 20 games, whatever, just yeah. a total bonus. Donkey Kong Country is a game that I think when you know our kids grandkids are studying video games they'll look back and be like what the fuck were they thinking somebody somebody tweeted i'm uh, if you if you know who this was don't say it cuz i honestly okay. don't remember who it was but somebody was like said something about uh, tweeted something that implied like donkey kong country 2 was like perhaps the, one of the greatest or the greatest platformer ever i saw that tweet okay so to tell me after the show who it was because okay. but I want to kind of go off on it here a little bit so I don't want to remember who it was but I like wrote like so many responses to that and just didn't respond which is when you know you're like yeah yeah incredibly just super incensed it's yes. just like this would not go to a good place like it was could get ugly fast um, so just to let that lie but um, yeah. but have you been playing uh, your so, SNES yeah, mini yeah we got my SNES mini brought it home Super Famicom mini to Super be Famicom proper. mini brought yeah. it home. The one game that my wife knew was Donkey Kong Country. Really? And, yeah. That's kind of random. It's weird. But, but she went to... Con- was, was that... No, she she played it here at her friend's house. Super Donkey Kong. Super Donkey Kong. Wow. Okay. And, like, actually, all of uh, Haruki's favorite YouTubers were all freaking out about Donkey Kong Country. And I guess no it was kidding. kind of a big thing here. But so, uh, my wife... Oh, his, his favorite Japanese YouTubers. Yes, yes. Huh, okay. And so, uh, he and my wife uh, were playing co-op. For the record, let's just—I don't think it's a bad game. I think we've talked about it before. I I'm think, sure we've been—we've done this podcast long enough that yeah. we had. To I think have gone the first few, 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 first few levels are serviceable. It's—it's a, it's a Crash Bandicoot game. It's like it does everything like good enough and nothing and, very special at all. And then it just for, gets at really the time, bad. The graphics were really good. Yeah. You think it gets really bad? It just yeah, gets it tedious just, and it hard. Just, it gets tedious and like so much trial and error. They'll like have things off screen that you right. won't know will kill you and right. And just like cheap shots and it's just it gets really unfun very quickly. But the amazing character design keeps you coming back. Absolutely. For um, more. My favorite is Big Muscle Alligator with a <laughs> yes. hot hat on. Yes. Project Reality. Yeah. Amazing. And uh, little alligator with buggy eyes that goes... So so now that you're playing it again, is everybody... was Were people into it? Were they trying to play so with at the whole family? At the beginning, my wife and Haruki were really into it. And then it just got too hard. And Haruki yeah. kind of bowed out. And then I started playing with my wife. And so when she was playing with Haruki, she would just like yell at him all the time because he would die all the time, and then she would die, and he would yell at her. But 
Um, when you say yell healthy. at, like I know, right? It's like it's like a what the hell? It's like okay. a backseat. And, and you game think like Haruki bowed out because it got too hard? Well, yeah. Also, or... because my wife, she's like a tyrant when she plays video games. Really? Like, yeah. She's not that great at them, but like when she gets into it, she just kind of. And, uh, and she got super into it. Yeah, she got super into it, and then That's we cool. we started playing, and like. I I started to kind of rub it in when she kept dying, and I was the only one who kept living. Ah, um, okay. It, it was fun like that. All all good fun. Yeah. Um, so you're a fan? No, absolutely oh. not. Um, it was just nice <laughs> to be able to signals here. It was yeah. just it was nice to be able to play a video game with my wife. Sure. Um, and we like and actually I say that, but it was only one night, and we both agreed at the end that it was just so bad that we couldn't continue. So it didn't didn't finish it. Didn't go on to no. Donkey Kong Country. We we, th- we then moved on to Super Ghouls and Ghosts, and it was way more fun. So that is amazing because I've heard like no fewer than five or six people since the SNES Mini came out yeah. complain about my God. I was going to say this game is so freaking impossible. <clears throat> How did anyone ever finish this game? And I don't remember that. Maybe because I remember Ghosts and Goblins, which was impossible, fucking cr- just crushing difficult. Mm-hmm. Even though I did eventually beat it, it took like weeks yeah. and weeks. I mean, it's a super hard game, but unlike Donkey Kong Country, it's like you know you fucked up. Hmm. And Donkey Kong Country is just like the fucking alligator comes like I see. two pixels off the screen and hits you, and you're like, "Well, I guess that's unfair." Yeah, yeah. Or like the barrel like spins at 50 miles per hour, and like if you don't hit it in the like one millisecond that you have to, <laughs> you go fucking flying off into nowhere. I'll admit, like, I don't remember the later levels of Donkey Kong Country very garbage. well. But I remember a lot of minecarts, like yeah. sitting in minecarts, mine jumping out of minecarts. I remember a lot of barrels and just shooting between barrel and barrel, and right. like watching it, like what the hell? And everybody loves on? the fucking soundtrack for that game. It's good, but there's like three songs. Mm. <laughs> I mean, I love Super Ghouls and Ghosts, but the fun is probably not the word I would like use to describe that. It's not like mm. a family fun game. That game is f- difficult. It's like difficult, just... but it's 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 like fun in the way that Dark Souls is fun, where like you you don't feel cheated when you die. I guess. Don't drag Dark Souls into that. I feel I, I feel cheated when I die in Super Ghouls and Ghosts a lot because of the fact that you can't change your trajectory when you jump, you know, and which is. But like, if you understand, that's the big. If you understand thing. that, though, you, yeah. But you sometimes should, you know yes, it, it is random. It's the, the enemy. Second that you made the jump, you see the enemy decides like, oh, to take fuck, a turn. There's yeah. nothing yeah. you can do. That like two seconds lasts forever. Yeah, but we you. had a lot more fun with that. Um, well, that's uh, that voice you heard just now. That was Dirty John Ricciardi. <laughs> you don't even know what that means. I'm gonna I'm gonna claim that. Uh, All right. Cool. That there's another podcast called Dirty John, uh, and every I time see. they start saying they call him Filthy John later, they find out it was a real true crime story. It's the number one on podcasts um, oh. after us after the A4 right, Play podcast. Uh, check it out if you are. By the way, A4 Play do. podcast now on Spotify. Oh, that finally happened. That happened. Yep. How did that? Uh, any it, I like applied to get it done it? Yeah. Uh, a year ago, and yes. like as of like last month, it started. It just and magic- they, they didn't tell us though. Yeah. I was on. I was looking through the gaming podcast on Spotify, and I was like, yeah. "What?" And it's like a four play, and I was like, "No one fucking told us." Yeah, it, yeah, uh, we're out there. Represents yeah. so Spotify. Respect. Uh, well, then maybe that is due to your checking it, Sarah <laughs> Kikikomori Podzorski. What? Yeah, it's true. I've been found out. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> you haven't left the apartment. You didn't leave the apartment all last weekend. No, or the weekend before that. Or the weekend before that. It's been rainy. Is that why? Well, okay. And Stardew Valley's out. <laughs> okay, that's, yeah. I thought there was something else mm-hmm. more to that. Roy? Yeah. You've been playing that too. Roy, Alice, Good Zoom, Gerbrust, Gerbrust. I can't read it. Happy birthday, Roy. Thank you. Thank Happy you. belated birthday is that is that the beer you that the i drank Oktoberfest. it's supposed yeah. to be german <laughs> okay all right yeah. uh, okay. <clears throat> sorry yeah. germans the big three three um congrats thank you 
And uh, did you celebrate by playing Stardew Valley? Actually, this was before I had Stardew. Okay. I think. Pretty sure. Everybody is fucking playing that game. Stardew Valley? No. I thought everybody was playing it the first time. The game? You don't play the game. The game plays you. Oh, shit. The interesting thing about when I first played it was, like, I think the guy was still working on it, and now it's, like, done. So you did play it before on PC? Yeah. Okay. Mm. So, but yeah, now we, it's we like, talked about it like back then. I remember you guys, oh, right. yeah, a bunch about the PC version. But. Right. So, so now it's kind of like playing what what his final vision kind of was. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a little different. What well, also has added what was it co op or there was some update that's in the Switch version only so far, right? That that came out on Switch first. Mm. I think it's just it's uh, going to, but it's not actually. Oh, it's not yet. yet. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So how talk about it? How is it? It's super dangerous because like. Since it's on the Switch, you could just pull the screen out mm-hmm. and be like, well, I'll just play for an hour, and then like your day just evaporates. Yep. And, and uh, like, uh, six hours later. There's nothing, there's no natural yeah. reason for you to Ten stop. Hours later. Mm. Yeah, so like for the first time, I feel like I understand what y'all been going on about with your Switches are great kind of mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I do get why this would be nice to have for certain games. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't imagine it for like games Wait, that are more... did you have a Switch? I thought you didn't... I had one, switch. but like it hasn't really switched with me yet. Like I had, I had almost, um, Roy, almost. <laughs> yeah. yeah, not so much. Yeah. Almost, uh, whatever. <laughs> he didn't see him try to snap his fingers yeah. either. So. Um, yeah, I mean, like I got Zelda, and I was like, I, I trained a horse, and I was like, all right, this is fun, I you guess. Took and all then, your clothes off and ran around. Yeah, I did like, that. Fun. But like, so this like the is the game that's making you fall in love with the system, right? kind of. Like, yeah, kind of, was... or making me see, like, okay, I get why this would be nice. Yeah, I understand. For certain now. games. Yes. Mm. So tell me why. Like, talk about. Let's talk about the game. Like, we we probably talked about it. Right when the game came out, but there's a lot more interest um, in the game now that it's out on Switch. So explain to people like the loop and why it's so uh, addictive and why you didn't leave your apartment for two weekends in a row. <laughs> Harvest so, Moon meets what? It's like meets Harvest what? Moon if they decided to make it good. Is how I would like describe Ooh, it. Shots fired. <laughs> Throwing shade at Harvest shots Moon fired, over Harvest here. Moon fans. Mm. But what, what does that mean to people who have not played Harvest uh, Moon? Well, I think Sarah would be able to explain the distinctions better than me. I actually don't. Yeah, know so much about Harvest Moon. They took it's basically like a farming simulator. If you don't know what Stardew Valley is, you get dropped down into this farm. And one thing that wasn't available when I played on PC is you can pick from five different farms. So if you haven't played Stardew Valley since it first came out, there's a lot of balance changes to it. Mm. But basically, you can pick from five farms, like beginner farm, a farm where everything's a little island, a mountain farm, a forest farm, and then you they basically give you everything they give you all the tools in the beginning and they're like just go just do whatever the hell you want and sometimes people get a lot of anxiety about that mm-hmm. because they're like am i not doing enough am right. i doing too much well i've seen a lot of people referring people to like tutorial yeah. videos mm-hmm. and Same. like because it, there's efficiencies right mm-hmm. you can be doing is yeah it, there's a day night cycle I find, there is yeah okay yeah. like time is constantly ticking away right and, and like each each day yeah. is only a matter of like 10 minutes i think or mm-hmm. so so there's an order that if you do things best or how you plant your things mm-hmm. i guess close to your but house there really or, is no like there's no, no like failure right okay right. so you can everyone wants to do it the best and the most efficient but it, even if you don't do it that way, like the game doesn't punish you. you yeah, okay. you, it might take you a little bit longer to get mm. certain objects, you just certain get items. Old and die and not never get married and never fall in love. I mean, you don't have to get married. Yeah. I know in the Harvest Moon game, sometimes they would just end if you didn't get married. But I, in this game, it's just do whatever the hell damn, you want. Damn, in the Harvest yeah. Moon games, yeah. I ouch! Think there is like a three-year time limit. Is where, it? Well, there's some, something happens at the three-year mark. I'm not sure what, but um, I you think get cancer. <laughs> maybe maybe, maybe I think it's like. 
there's a fortune teller at one point in the game and like I talked to her before I had like been building relationships with anybody and she was like talking about how you know like in the in the future I will like go buy a house and I'll look in on a family and be like I feel like I, I wasted my time oh, here damn. or something really? yeah. so I, th- I think that was it being like you should mine, really start mine romancing told me somebody. that I was gonna wake up in the fucking doctor's office and I think it's because I was overworking myself sounds like a threat oh, I, always, wow. like, I always like went to bed with like no energy so she was huh. like, you're going to wake up in the doctor's office. Well, I've never seen a shame one. something yeah. happened to that farm. <laughs> it's so pretty. So so and then, uh, so you're going throughout your day. You're like picking strawberries, planting stuff, watering yeah. stuff. But then there's also like little dungeons you can go into. Yeah, so you actually have like five skills you can raise. It's like fishing, farming, uh, fighting, mining, mining, foraging. and foraging. So like you can spend your Four time. Four of the five star with F. They should have worked a little harder. <laughs> yeah, that's that true. Last one. That's so true. close. So you can spend your time, like, developing any of those, and, like, if there's one you want to focus on, that's why you might pick, like, how Sarah was saying, there's different farm types. Right. Mm-hmm. So each one is suited to a different style of play. Yeah. And then, um... What are you fighting when you're fighting stuff? Well, there's, there's like, real. a there's like a cave that you can go down into, or, like, a dungeon, basically. Yeah. Um, mostly bats and slimes. Yeah, mostly bats and slimes, and, like, Just, like, real skeletons. time, like, bop, bop. Pretty like much, simple. yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not very complicated. The onset sure. of time. But it's fun still. Even oh yeah, it's fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like uh, you get a lot of valuable resources down there, so it's kind of there's kind of like a risk reward. Like you want to go deeper and deeper, mm-hmm. but like you have time ticking away. You have your HP going down from from getting hit by things, and yeah. like your energy's going down from swinging your sword. But you're like, oh, just five more levels, mm-hmm. and then I can access the elevator, so I can get down here immediately. So right. So yeah. So so, but I feel like neither of you guys have still explained like what's right, so addictive? addictive about it's it. It's that like the small goal setting right you set a small goal you're like i want to plant my strawberries Mm -hmm. or you're like i want to gather enough wood to upgrade my house i finally want to buy a cow and it's little things like those that Mm -hmm. make you want to keep playing there's always there's always something that you want to accomplish that you could accomplish like the next day it might be like a dumb comparison but like remember monster hunter used to have the farms and like you was always like something to go back to the farm to do it's Mm -hmm. kind of like that i feel like in mass like you do one thing and then like two other things pop up that you can do Mm -hmm. and you're like okay i'm gonna do that one thing and then two more things pop up right and then like roy said i guess Mm -hmm. after next thing you know yeah i guess kind of like that but with more personalization and like how you do things because you can decide where like you can make a a, like a plot of like a farm crop anywhere you want you can so um, a little Minecraft, a little like like setting your own room mm. up kind of feeling to your farm, yeah, and like custom customizing it. And, and some of them get really like elaborate. Like uh, Sarah found, there's actually like a generator where you mm-hmm. can like make your own farm. Like you could, they it'll give you, like, like a plot map it out can, for you, yeah. and you can place like all the buildings. Like I'm gonna put my barn here, and I'm gonna put my well here, and I'm gonna do a path. Mm-hmm. And you can like plot it out before you even start the game, mm-hmm. and then you can start the game, and you can put everything in the right well, area. This is online. This is online. Generator, if you yes. go to the the Wikipedia or the subreddit yeah you'll find a link to it and it's like farm oh, wow. planner yeah and you can you can also name all of your animals mm-hmm. so like my girlfriend's right. been naming all of my chickens after korean pop stars nice, nice. <laughs> so that's that's fun like you do yeah. like you do of course um how is the switch port of it like mm. you both played it on pc it's a really little bit? buggy is it yeah buggy like it crashes or buggy like you buggy can't like it just crashes do something you should be able and to. i if you're I would play on the pro controller on my TV, and then I went to take it out of the dock to play handheld. Yeah, it just wouldn't work. Mm. It wouldn't. It would not ever pick up the Joy Cons, hmm. and I have to just put it back in. I see. So, okay. Doesn't the UI still kind of look like the PC? The UI, UI is basically too. like there's still a mouse on the screen. That really, so during, that really, really so bugs during me. some cutscenes, you'll be like, "Why is there a mouse pointer there? I don't my, play with a mouse." Huh, my uh, mouse disappears unless I use the right joystick. Mm-hmm. 
I, I just, use the right joystick. I just, oh. I just feel like, yeah, well, not, whatever. Not I'm, I'm not going to. I'm still going to play for, it. Yeah, for, uh, mm. for the console. Type. It's like, yeah. It's like the trade off of it being portable. Right. Is like, but the UI is still meant to be on yeah. PC. Sure. Yeah. yeah and like, I mean, I guess that's part of I mean, it came out pretty soon mm-hmm. after, relatively quick mm-hmm. after the Switch for such a small indie developer. So that might be part of the price that you pay. But mm-hmm. yeah, I mean,. We, and it's not—it's not like touchscreen at all, uh, which is strange for something where you yeah, have to actually, manage a lot of items. So did, 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 did you would think they would have added that? At all? That is weird because I was just gonna like say, taking the PC game and dumping it on Switch. Basically, wait, does yeah. Switch, like, Switch has a touchscreen? I don't even know. <laughs> does it? Yeah, it does. <laughs> oh, Roy. <laughs> I haven't. I haven't. But played. you wouldn't. That's funny because you wouldn't know. I mean, what what games have used it yeah. much? Mm-hmm. So far, uh, I mean, I used it for some stuff. I mean, maybe, maybe it's mostly like tweeting was, pictures. I guess there was a rhythm game that is handled only. Like you can't actually play it on your yeah, TV. Right, Mario so Kart Eight. But I uh, used the touchscreen to get Toma into a race. Okay. All the time. Well, cool. there you go. Yeah. We're positive that it's a very uh, useful uh, feature. But Stardew Valley already came out on PS4, so it sounds yeah. like they yeah. just took that exact thing and put it on that. Because, yeah. I mean, obviously there's no touchscreen on that either. So Which yeah. was also buggy. Yeah. yeah. It was also very buggy mm. kind of thing, but good. Good fun. Um, well, cool. Yeah, I've just been... It's, it's cool to see all of these, uh, a lot of indie games. And there have been some news stories, too. There was one about the flame and the flood, like selling more in its first week or something on yeah. Switch than it had mm-hmm. previously on all the other systems combined. So it seems like Switch has taken over the sort of like indie darling space because of its portability, right? Yeah, like a lot of those games are like you right. can play them on anything anyway, yeah. so why not play them on well, the thing that's portable? Pl- I think it's portable. more the library. You go to the library, like when I first got it, there were like 10 games or something. So I think it's just like that's people part of are it kind too of is that it's not as saturated for, the, mm-hmm. the the market in the in the store, but yeah. it is definitely that right now. I mean, it's the it's the space that the Vita occupied, but times it's like it's actually mass market device, right, right, that has the same thing that the Vita was doing. It's like Vita, if like, the if the creator of the platform tried, <laughs> basically, there you go. yeah, cared about it and supported it, and uh, I bought and Axiom Verge. I finally like I've been meaning to buy it forever, but now that yeah, it's on yeah. Switch, I was like, okay, I'll get it. I bought it on the Japanese store where it's cheaper for some reason. So, yeah. Yeah. And that, that is part of it. I feel like that's part of it, too. It's like, I've been meaning to play the yep. system, right? Yep. It's like, oh, I've been meaning to play this. If I have it on a system that I can bring with me on the plane mm. or whatever, mm. that's just one more reason why I will finally get around to playing it. So I think you get a lot of people like double dipping on, totally. on games that they had, right? Just 70% like, of my game playing time is in like the hour before I sleep, which right. is bad. You should do that in bed. But I mean, that's the only place I have time usually. So like it's right. perfect for that. Right, right. Um, so, uh, rounding out the cast, very quietly, very patiently no, waiting, as he is wont to do. He is Canadian. Um, that is... Uh, you guys are just super interesting. So Graham... I you do your thing. <laughs> Graham... Oh, really sarcastic. Manja Howard. Manjare. Do you know what that means in no, Italian? No. Well, you should have stayed in Italy a little longer. Somebody probably said it to you. I don't actually know I what it means either, did. but I was hoping... I thought really? it was... Kind it's of just what did you say? Eat. Yeah. Oh, there you Manjade. go. Manjade. Oh, okay. Jeez, I don't mind being Come told on. that. Were you really yeah. there? Your story's <laughs> not checking out. <laughs> You'd be surprised how often you don't get told that. Were you really the there? Or did you yeah, spend the week <laughs> in a fucking like, manga cafe playing some shitty old... 
fucking romancing Appar- saga. Apparently, game he or was something. only sending pictures of yogurt to Roy. That was it. No, oh, and, that's uh, all he did. He and Roy, I got some pasta pics. Roy specifically okay. requested that I send him pictures of everything I eat, so yeah. I did that, and that included so, yogurt. So where did you go? Uh, I was in Italy for um, I guess eight days, ten. I was gone for ten, including travel time. But I went to Naples and Rome and Florence with the, with the lads. With the, uh, with a friend, yeah. Okay. And uh, what you guys what you guys do there? Was there a stated purpose like why Italy? Why these places? No, I mean just for Rome. Like I mean, it's so significant. Yeah. Historically, I mean, there's so much stuff that you can see there. Mm-hmm. It seems like I mean everybody should probably go there you once. Like, and I've never been on vacation in Europe before. Yeah. I've been there a couple of times uh, for business. Yeah. But I'd never actually been there like on a vacation vacation. And this just seems like it'd be a cool place to check out. So you were like, "This was a background in Street Fighter Alpha Two, man. This is like this. deep and fucking meaningful." No, it's like doing the regular tourist shit, like you know, seeing the Colosseum and seeing the yeah. Pantheon and just doing all the regular stuff. You into that shit? Yeah, yeah that so was a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah, and the food was good. The food was great. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I really don't think I ate anything bad, to be honest. Did you do any like video game shopping? Like, what what is it? The scene God, like no. there? Um, I didn't actually like. I saw a game stop. That's what they're called, right? <laughs> GameStop. Yeah, I saw a GameStop. There was a GameStop in Italy? Yeah, I saw a GameStop in Italy, wow. but I didn't go inside of it. Uh, the best thing I did see there that was gaming-related is when I was in the historic district of Naples. Yeah. Like, that area is pretty poor. Sure. Like, so, I mean, it's pretty run down. So, but there was, like, one little, just a gambling shop where, like, a whole bunch of old dudes and then some kids who weren't supposed to be there were just hanging out. And inside of there, they had one arcade machine that was Crazy Taxi. <laughs> Wow, nice. the only cool gaming-related thing I saw. Really, Crazy but. Taxi makes sense in Italy. I, I, <laughs> it just does, right? Did yeah, you, yeah, did, it seems to fit in. Did you have any any funny stories? Any crazy anecdotes? Any? Did Talk you about get, the old lady. Who uh, yeah, there's you. one that I got. I got like halfway through. I was sitting in a church just because, like, when you're in Italy, like every church is basically a work of art. So yeah. I just walked into one and I sat down and I was looking at the altar. And then this old woman came up and she started just talking to me in Italian. Yeah. And I had no idea what was going on. Sure. So I just apologized. I was like, scusi. No parlo italiano. It's like the Sinimasen of Japan. Yeah. Oh, what do I, I say? Like, Sinimasen? Sounds like an insult. Yeah. And, then, and then she looked at me like, I just said the cutest thing she'd ever heard. She grabbed my face, oh. like index finger on one cheek, thumb on the other, and just shook me. <laughs> and said something in Italian again. I had no idea what was going on. Oh, my God. Oh. It's adorable. We'll never know. Maybe, maybe, maybe we'll yeah. never know. And then he came back, and, and he was sick, and we all kind of so oh, nice no. that she like sucked the life blood out <laughs> of him she sucked the youth yeah. out of him yeah. and now that he's dying that sounds like yeah. a boss attack from the evil within too actually oh, what a no. beautiful segue that is um, yes so friend of the show yes this podcast paid for by Mr. John Johannes Ooh. Uh, it was the director on this game who I am super fucking proud of I mean yes. I can't believe this is our really good friend of ours and uh, who like basically rose up the ranks in a very short amount of time still a very young man Still, well, yeah, he's aged like twenty five years over the last twenty four months, but um, sure. but working on this, working his ass off on this, but uh, and maybe if we're lucky, maybe we would have another guest on the podcast. I would hope so. Um, if our if our pals at Bethesda would let him, uh, I've never actually seen John Johannes talk. Yes, he does. He so does. Like very yes. Well, you don't normally see him because at least for the last two years That's he yeah. was buried. Uh, we only saw him between like the hours of eleven p.m. and like one a.m. Basically, right. on infrequent occasions, and sometimes not even that. Um, but uh, he has been working on this game since forever, and um, you know I really liked the first game. We we talked about the first game yeah. a bunch on, and we I, we worked on that game Sorry. a little bit. That's but, right. Yeah. But a like super flawed, but very interesting, super worthwhile, super worth playing. I think overlooked survival horror game. Um, the first one, The Evil Within One. And 
I, I would say just to sum up like my my initial thoughts on the second one i'm like chapter 12 i don't know how many or i'm 13 now i don't know how many chapters there are i think there were like maybe 17 in the first game it was something like something that like high that. teens yeah i'm getting close to the end and so i think i can i think i can say pretty definitively same thing with this game like i can't say this is like a perfect polished experience by by any stretch of the imagination but i can say i'm it's i'm super super compelled to keep playing this game like i'm for lots of reasons some of which i expected some of which i'm actually honestly surprised about like like story and things like that which i did not expect to care about at all um i hadn't been following did you follow much of the like the the lead up to the not too launch? much no the not coverage really and stuff like that so i was purposely avoiding it. i was really looking forward to this because it's not often anymore we get i mean it never was but like that you get like a big budget single player horror game right yep. um and so i mean I, this is exactly like my type of game my wheelhouse or whatever but i'm also i think harder on these type of games for that reason mm-hmm. um this game is it's it is very weird it's not it's like the opposite i would say of like a resident evil 6 or something that was that was super polished third person i mean don't get me wrong that game was a polished turd it was <laughs> yeah. garbage but it was like there were kind of no rough edges right everything was sure. like focus tested it was like bruckheimer action movied out um all the controls and stuff were just slightly more refined things of what had come before it any kind of weird offshoots or things were completely done away with um it was just very like red meat horror like action very like much leaning into the action side of it but it was super polished like crazy polished production values Whereas, like, Evil Within 2 has all of these just weird little, like, nooks and crannies in terms of, like, not just the levels, although those two, but just, like, really, I don't know if I'd call them, like, risky, but almost, like, more experimental than I would have expected, you know? Even, so it starts off very story-heavy. Like, without spoiling anything, it starts off very story-heavy. It's fine. Nobody understood the story in the first game anyway. So. And, and it, you, right. you mean, like, a lot of cutscenes? or So, not cutscenes, although a, a bunch of those as well, but but playable story set pieces. Right, okay. Uh, like, I, it's hard to explain without, without giving away... Sounds like flashbacks. Exactly what you're doing, but, like, you know, if you think of a game where you're... Uh, if you think of, like, a, a walking simulator type game where you're going around and you're grabbing objects or things are happening yeah. around you... Like Shenmue. And it's telling the story, yeah. They're, like, kind of, yeah. They're... they're the story the takes place while you're while you're exploring, yeah. yeah, as opposed to it like being shown to you. You know what I mean. But okay. if you have control over it, it's still using right. its like in engine in right. game like stuff. Like some of the parts so, in Uncharted where you're kind of just very much like that. So like, there's no enemies around that you're shooting. Let me right. put it that way. But you're going through the environment, and the story is unfolding through voice acting and okay. like some of the objects you're finding and stuff like that. So it starts off heavy with that, but like. There's like shades of of PT in there, shades of Twin Peaks in there. Definitely like like early on, it's mm. it's very surreal. It basically doubles down on what I liked story wise. It doubles down on what I liked most about the first game, which is where you were like psychological stuff. Yeah, or, yeah. you were you yourself were like an unreliable narrator. Like what you were seeing, like was this happening? Like why or is that what you just saw? Actually, was it something else? And this game jumps back and forth a lot it uses a lot of flashback it uses a lot of like mm. um yeah like m- like memory based 
uh, imagery. Okay. Conceptually, it's not that different from the first game story-wise, but I think the key difference this time is, and I literally didn't understand the story of the first game until after I finished it and read about it. Yes. Like, I still didn't know what happened when I beat the game. You kind of had to play the both DLCs as well. I heard, and I was yeah. I never finished the DLC because, like, I beat the first boss, which was super hard, and then my PS4 ejected the disc, like, and I, and right. I was like, fuck this game. Yeah. But it's not the game's fault. But, um... But the thing is that the beginning of this one sets it up very cleanly and, and clearly, and it's obvious right. what's going on. And, I mean, you're basically entering into a world that exists inside someone's mind. And, like, yeah. therefore, there are things in the world that, that don't necessarily have to be realistic or whatever. Right. Like, which were the most interesting parts of the first game, for sure. Like, right. when they would, like, do stuff that you couldn't actually... Because that really... Horror is it's bad enough when you're like in a real setting, but when you're in a setting where anything can literally anything can happen, it kind of really yeah. takes it to a different level. So and there's and there's that, but at the same time there is a more like a Resident Evil One aspect to it where the the first game you were kind of bouncing around all over the place in different it felt like time periods and settings and all kinds of things. In this one it's more grounded in the sense that there is one, I don't think this is not a spoiler. I know they talked about this stuff, but there's a. It's basically a town. It's not Union. a normal town at all. Yeah, it's called Union. It's not a normal town at all, but it's more like Resident Evil in that you're going to this mostly this one environment. You are bouncing around uh, different flights of fancy, mostly this one environment, and figuring out slowly like, okay, what happened here? Basically, like what went wrong? Like something has gone obviously horribly wrong. Mm. There are, you know a ton of like zombie like enemies and so part of the i think the satisfying parts of this game are like they were in the first game um there's a surprising amount of stealth actually in it if you play it well but there's a there's a loop where you are finding enemies plotting okay how am i going to kill these enemies without getting spotted by any of the other ones and then like backstabbing them or killing picking them off one by one or running away from them and doing that kind of stuff but what this game also has which i had no idea about until i started playing it and i think it's right where you are it starts in chapter three is the first time the game opens up it's basically an open world survival horror game yeah for like big chunks of it and then after that, yeah, they start they start yeah. giving you like uh, like subquests and stuff that you can do and like optional like subquests up. as yeah. you're running past buildings. It's like, oh, okay, there is something there. There's like a little vignette that you could see or not see there. There's whole, you know, just like you could go explore this this house or cabin or not or just leave it be. Why? Why? Why though? Why what, so would you explore? Okay, it? Yeah, can you like step back and? S- Describe kind of like what you're doing and why you're there and like why what what are you fighting? So I don't want to okay without again without like spoiling much of the story, but you you basically go back into this machine that you were in in the first game, which okay. is like someone's consciousness builds this like a world that mm-hmm. other people can go in with you, and you have to go in to save your daughter. Sounds like Inception. Inception or the Matrix or, or like a little Assassin's bit of both. Creed there's shades of that Inception, in there. Sure. Like, there's shades of I would say there's shades of Inception in there, but also like, the missing daughter just makes me think of Silent Hill One. So the, so Silent Hill is actually something other people have brought up, which I I like. There's shades of everything yeah. in, in this game, but there's I, always a girl to save. I did feel that um, at times, um, but but the the open world feel like it works. I would have never thought ever in my life oh i really need an open world (laughs) horror game like it just seems like how would that even work Mm -hmm. but it and that's not the whole game it's not like uh you know gta there are definitely parts where it goes back 
very much back on rails, like confined a, a few spaces. levels. Yeah, not, like hijacking cars and running into zombies. Unfortunately, <laughs> not. But you are doing other weird stuff, like you know, shooting off a like fire hydrant so the water pours out and zombies come on, and then shooting them with like electricity and then stomping their heads while they're fidgeting on the on the <laughs> okay. ground. And stuff what like what that. is what does that get you? That stomping and <laughs> so kills, them, you, kills them for real, right? Killing zombies can get you like uh, weapons and um, mm. and goods that let you upgrade your ability as well hmm. so there's all these systems that return from the first games how you upgrade your character for example like you know you can upgrade your stamina gauge you can upgrade your health a lot of really cool kind of make a build almost like huh. it's yeah. a little bit like dark souls in that sense yep and or, then yeah, your weapons as well you can up there's a whole weapon upgrading system kind of like in the, in the now resident evil 4 tradition mm. but but it's it, it's it's cleverly done and all the upgrades are really good to the point where you start off looking at it it's that thing where it's like man all of these really look good i had no idea mm. where to go i ended up going into stealth um a bunch and so I, I guess as you like traverse this open world you kind of run into the story so exactly so actually right in when you go into an open world chapter it says hey very clearly like the next thing you need to do is this thing it's yeah. right here it's marked literally marked on your map yeah but there's this other thing over here that's probably a really powerful weapon that you might want to think about getting and so that was like, okay, well, I'll just see what that weapon's about. And then on the way to there, oh, here's another thing. And then, oh, on the way to there, there's another okay. thing. Even if you went straight to the next story objective, you'd be tempted by at least a few other... That's just part of the game design. But if you wanted to, you could just beeline it right towards the next story thing. But there's tons of that little stuff on the side to the point where I'm I'm at like 17 and a half hours. Wow. Yeah, which I didn't yeah. even expect the whole game to be that long. Yeah. And I haven't found... I've been finding most of the, like secrets and i've been trying to look everywhere and trying to do every subplot and stuff like that. are you that. playing on survival or the, the... i'm playing on survival okay. yeah which is, is that a difficulty level or yeah, yeah it's like normal i guess basically they, well they said kind like it's of. if you liked the difficulty of the last game you should play the one harder than that i don't know what it was but the last game was kind of hard so yeah this one is this one is the one that i'm playing which i think is survival is the one down from the hardest yeah yeah which is which is like a decent challenge like yeah. i died on bosses a lot um, but not mostly in the mm. in the normal game, but but like you know, there's just all of these. You know, you go you also collect uh, collect like slides, so you can go back to a slide projector in your office and like look at the slide, and then it tells you more story. <laughs> and there's a cat there that was there in the DLC. Like, there's all these hooks from the first game. If you didn't play the first game, that's fine. You oh, is that be the like, same cat? I didn't even yeah, realize. Bless okay. you. It's a cat oh, from the from the yeah, uh, I remember that. second DLC. Huh. Like, actually figures prominently in it. Some of the other characters from the DLC figure prominently in it. If you if you played the game, the first game, and all the DLCs, I was surprised how many hooks and callbacks and mm. explanations there are. Like, I saw somebody mentioning this on NeoGAF, and I totally 100% agree. It makes the first game better in retrospect. Interesting. Playing the second game. Because it, it explains a lot. It's a pretty hard thing lot. to do. That's, like, impressive. Not retconning, but it explains a lot of stuff, and it's like, oh, yeah, okay. I, I Actually, that all now makes sense. I kind of want to play that again now <laughs> to see that now. But you can still life. play two and not have to worry about Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, totally. And there's a good story synopsis. I think Bethesda even made, like, a decent story synopsis. Yeah. On it, so um, and also thank you, Bethesda, for sending us for That's the right. show. Gary yes. Simon sent us a couple copies of the game. Oh, did he? Um, of what game? A couple being two. What game are we talking about? People who look at their phones during the podcast <laughs> don't get games, Sarah. That's how that works. Okay. 
Um, but um, well, Nintendo says you guys aren't getting games anymore. Damn it! Oh, Mark, I was kind of wondering, like, yeah, since you were such a huge evangelist for Resident Evil Seven, yes, do you feel like this game? It doesn't have VR in it, right? Mm-mm. Do you feel like there's something that it's missing from not having that? I mean, after well, Man, you love that it seemed VR. to contribute so much to the the experience for you in RE7. The, the thing about RE7 though, it was all set in like one smaller location, all in like one house. Yeah, and it was set around that. It was like, oh, one guy is stalking you for like ten minutes, and you have to figure your way around it. Um, whereas this game is like pretty sprawling. Like that'd also be like a big technical hurdle. Like the open worldness in, sure. in first person, it actually does have a first person sh- section in it. Oh. And it is not good. Oh. It's very short, luckily. There's a reason behind it. I won't say sure, why, sure. but there's a reason in fiction why you go into first person. It's very brief. And actually, wanna, if, if we get John on the podcast, I want to ask him about that. If they were experimenting with first person and they were like, well, let's just keep that one section in. Mm, yeah. um, Even where I'm at in the game, which is super early on, I'm like in chapter three, Like I already like VR just wouldn't have worked yet, really, well, in most of the places. Stealth, like I was saying, is a big part of it. And doing stealth in first person is <laughs> yeah, just yeah, yeah. really hard <laughs> it is really hard and it, it, it in third person like there's just weird there are weird edges with the like figuratively edges with the controls and with the um some of the weapons and the you know the dialogue is kind of weird sometimes and yeah. kind of funny in a not in like intentional way <laughs> um but the but the overall story i think is more compelling than i thought the villain the first villain is very interesting um, I'm trying to like say stuff without, yeah, I mean, without ruining stuff. But 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 the there's all of these weird little things. But that I that think Donald Trump is the first boss. Donald Trump makes it <laughs> only. Uh, we need to ban that word. Makes it Why? more. It's just super super interesting. Like I really really love it. I'm really enjoying playing it. And I like these games are so. Part of it probably is these games are so few and far between now, and you just don't see these this many of these types of games. But also these types of games that do all of these kind of a little bit strange but really interesting things, um, taking risks like with gameplay that don't always pay off, but just the fact that they're trying it. I don't know. I'm I'm really really digging it. How um, how, how is the enemy design? Because I remember the, being yeah. pretty interesting in the last game. Yeah, they and had I, like the last game had the safe head. It yeah. had the woman that was kind Lara. of like a spider woman, but had the like the Ugh, um, the grudge boss. hair or whatever. Yeah, it, it left an impact in me, so and I didn't cool. even play the game. Yeah, there's some disturbing shit even in the first couple hours. Like, and there's they they did yeah. they do some scenes too that are like because they're you know and and. I don't care. This isn't spoiler either. I mean, the story is about, like Mark said, he's going to save his daughter, right? So obviously his wife plays part in the story too, but like there's scenes early on where he sees his wife and his daughter. Maybe they're flashbacks or whatever. It's not really clear, but like they're genuinely unsettling because like, because you don't know like if they're going to like, what's going to happen with them, if they're going to turn into like some nasty shit or whatever, like right in front of your face. And like, there's mm. some, also some scenes that are just kind of like, and again, this is early on, so there's probably much worse than Mark's scene, but I saw a couple scenes where I was just like, wow, like I, I can't believe they just did that to that mm. character, and like it was really nice. gross and nasty. Yeah. And, like, I'd, I'd say like the, the rank-and-file enemies are a little uninspired. Like the, the, the straight zombies, they, they kind of sound like Last of Us. They make all these kind of sounds like The Last of Us, which is exact, exactly... Oh, the clickers? That's exactly what they sound like, But which is, <laughs> which is like fine. It's dolphin. It's fine. It's, it's fine. It's just nothing new. And they, they don't look particularly, like, oh, crazy or compelling. Um, there are a couple parts and a couple enemies, though, that are really unique, new, weird. One is, like, I'll just describe it as, like, a glue monster so you know <laughs> nice. it when you see it. 
Um, the, Are we the sure it's glue? Elmer's glue? <laughs> Don't. I, I, I'm calling it a glue monster, JJ. It's a family okay. podcast. I'm going to call it a glue monster. It's definitely sperm. Glue monster uh, that I would say is one of the more unique like motifs that I've seen in games. And, and that happens every once in a while with the environments, too. Like The game will, will do a really unique spin on... Um, like a, a section of a level or something like that that will be very... I mean, one of them is very clearly inspired by Twin Peaks, but there's other ones that are kind of like, mm. whoa, this is like striking and something kind of new. Um, and that goes for the enemies as well. There's a couple enemies. One in particular who I would say is a reason to play it on PS4 instead of Xbox One or PC. Wait, and I don't want to like elaborate. <laughs> That's right. God damn it, JJ. I didn't want to elaborate. <laughs> Kratos is a playable character, yes. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, people can probably figure it out if you think too hard about it. But I don't have to think too hard to imagine it must have to do with the light on the controller or something. I mean, what else well, could it be? That it was... could be something else that only the PlayStation 4 has. So. Right. But play it on Success. PS4. Because to me, it's one of the like, I was like, whoa. This was, it was a cool... It was a cool moment um, in how they're using that. Super effective, really scary. Um, hmm. So anyway, yes. Um, as you know, we just don't talk about games from our friends or games we get if we don't like them. Yeah. And so, like... That's um, true. That's that's your endorsement right there. Exactly. We actually yeah. talked about it. Um, not a perfect game by any means. I think mo- the average player will be a little surprised that the first hour... Maybe the first hour, how long did it take you till you were actually, like shooting stuff it's a while yeah you right? don't actually you it takes a while to even get like a knife and yeah. then then a little while longer before you get a gun so, so. be g- the game be doesn't really start till chapter three give it to chapter three no matter what but if you like i think if you give this game a chance and you think that you might be interested in this game like you will absolutely grab you yeah um so yes, yeah. it's JJ who hasn't played the game. I'm just, I'm just agreeing because <laughs> I'd be curious to see what you guys think because it's actually I mean, even if you're not a horror game fan, like it's uh, it's yeah. a legitimately good game. Like which is not Sarah's know. the horror game person. Mm-hmm. You should try it then. You should. I would love to. If only to. I could get a code. I, 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 I would love to as well. Um, <laughs> we'll see what we can do, and we'll see what we can do about maybe having uh, JoJo on yeah. the uh, on the yes. podcast. Maybe uh, uh, next, podcast. Does, I don't think he deserves that name. No, he's that's JoJo. Oh, he's JoJo. <laughs> yeah. We have too many. Johns. I like how we have like ten Johns in our group. I feel like so he's we JoJo. Should, we should keep Peach John because he doesn't know. Speaking of developer interviews, last week we had the last episode. I should say we had the South Park Fractured but Whole interview. That was good. I listened to the podcast. I only listened to the podcast when you guys do interviews so it was a good interview well thanks yeah. it also was about, had a <laughs> it's about, about, about the people that well. he doesn't work yeah. with yeah. <laughs> well I didn't know that before going in but yeah no it was, it was really it was really interesting cool uh, yeah I mean I we had a ton of fun on that and we got a lot of good feedback to the point where we're like oh maybe we should do more interviews so yeah, yeah. Um, Hopefully you guys agree with that, but um, you started playing it. John. Only like an hour, though, yeah, okay. and, and I haven't played Stick of Truth, so it's really hard to even yeah. make comparisons. I'll probably play it also this weekend. Yeah. I mean, next episode's going to be like all Mario Odyssey all the time, but... That's true. Oh, We're getting dangerously shit. close to not wanting to play anything else, and I'm like, there's no way I'm going to even be able to play everything in front of me before Mario hits, but... Yeah. I think Evil Within will get most of my time, but South Park, I played it for like an hour last night. Um, you know, production values are super high. It feels like you're playing an episode of the TV show or whatever. Right. It's funny. It's, you know, I I haven't cared or about or watched South Park in a long time. I used to, obviously, we all did, but but like I haven't watched South Park in years. But like, we, we've all made mistakes. It's, it's, <laughs> there's, it's way 
more adults than it used to be. I mean, Jesus <laughs> really? Christ. Yes, I mean, like, very yeah. early in the game, uh, uh, spoiler, whatever, like, you have to put in a password to get into the basement, and the, yeah. the password is fuck you, mom. Yeah, fuck you, like, mom. It's, are you playing it too, or how do you I watched my favorite streamer, Moon Moon, play okay. it. Okay. Yeah. So. But it's Who's just like, your favorite streamer? Moon Moon. Okay. But it's just, <laughs> it's just there's stuff in the game that I'm like, okay, that's like worse than I remember it being, but, um. That's always been pretty bad. No, it has, they but. They ratchet it up. I mean, yeah, if you go back and look they at They didn't have F-bombs all over the place back when I watched they're not on. Yeah. Yeah. It's not cable TV, so sure. they could do that. Yeah, you even got to the part where you have to, like, pick your gender or, like, pick your religion. Yeah. Then it yeah. gets really, like, hmm. Hmm. It was, it's, but you know, production wise, which is mostly all I could say because I'm early on, it's, it's really good. It is pretty funny. I like genuinely laughed out loud a few times at some of the jokes and stuff. And then sometimes you groan. Battle system is too early to say if it's interesting or not. It's like grid based and like very easy. Right. So, like, so far it hasn't been challenging at all. So, I assume that's going to change at some Ga- point. Gaff sure, seems to be hour. really positive on it. So really? I'm, I'm, uh, Going to play optimistic. It. Optimistic. You have different yeah. different kinds of moves, and the move, you know, it takes place on a grid, almost like you know, it's like a I don't know, I don't know how many blocks are on the grid, it's but like it's like a, it's like three something. rows of yeah. like six blocks each or something like that, and basically like different moves to cover different areas of blocks. So there's like a little bit of strategy there, but it's not that strategic. Um, right. But again, it's only that was super early on, so. But yeah, it looks good. Um, super cinematic, like parts of it, because you know it's meant to invoke i think superhero movies you know because yes. this time they're no, not doing the parody. fantasy thing they're doing the superheroes and yeah. there's a lot of that like with the big booming music and the logo you know zooming right, in from, right. the, from from behind and it's all got stuff. the avengers and, kind of style logo yeah and yeah yeah so that, that's pretty cool but i mean yeah overall i'm i'm interested to play more for sure speaking of rpgs uh we waited this episode for you to be back to talk about dragon quest 11 because now mm. both you and graham have finished it, right? We're done, 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 yep. Super you done. You on the 3DS and yep. you on the... PS4, that's right. Yeah. Oh, PS4. Did you experience Dragon Quest loss? Like the the whole of Japan did after they finished Dragon Quest Eleven. <laughs> you mean like the sorrow of not life. having yeah. you? I didn't because now I'm playing Dragon Quest Eight on my 3DS, which to uh, <laughs> oh. to fill the fill the gap. But I just enjoyed it. I mean, I wasn't particularly sad when it was done, but like I was just glad. You know, it was a long experience. I'm glad I could move on. What was your either both of your clocks at when you? Finally? Oh man, I was. Uh, I don't remember, but it was at least a hundred hours. I was probably like a hundred and ten or hundred something like that. Hundred twenty. About sixty. Wow. Because yeah, Graham yeah. didn't watch any of the cutscenes. No, I didn't watch all of them. No. <laughs> you can't actually skip them in Dragon Quest? Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. wow. No, you can oh, skip no. them. You I think you have to die you can, or you can something skip them. first. You can skip okay, them. well, I didn't. I mean, I was pretty Graham couldn't figure out how to... Sc- he, you couldn't skip cutscenes and you didn't even move, Graham. Nope. Didn't how move did you play this fucking it, game? Because you, you don't need it? to move in battle. Okay, yeah. You don't need to. It doesn't do anything. <laughs> so, that, so that we've established that. Yeah, I actually... That's only on PS4. That's not even on 3. You can't even do that on 3, yes. So, yeah. It's totally... That's kind of weird. Because I spent the first like the first few hours of the game being like, oh. I'm gonna get away while you know attacks. Doesn't now, do shit. Like, Wait, no, this is both nothing's happening. Yeah, but if you switch characters you can move them around too, and yeah. also nothing happens. Yeah, so okay. it's probably like, you know, people get kind of impatient when they play RPGs, like when we were watching like Sarah, weren't you saying Final Fantasy VI looked really boring to you when we were yeah. playing? Oh god, that like, so imagine good. if you could just run around while you're waiting for mm-hmm. your ATP I would I would like something to mess up. I don't understand how people figured out you could move though, because you can't control it was like the commands. It was one of their big. Stick. It was one of their big selling points for oh the PS4 God. version. They like sh- I they am- showed it at a live stream. We're like, look, you can move you around. Can move around. around. <laughs> it doesn't mean anything. Okay, so forget that though. Yeah. Let's let's go high level now. So, what do you guys think? Place this what best Dragon Quest game? in the whole series. Whoa, it's number what? one. It is number one. Really, it's better than three and it's better than five. It's 
It was great. Wow. It was so good. I couldn't believe how good it was. So like, you, and you, and, you, I, and you know me, I'm a, oh, I'm a day yeah. one, I've been Dragon Quest fan since I was like, whatever, 10 or something. Right. Like, yeah, it's, it's, it's so good. Yeah. And like you're the, not one to say each new Dragon Quest that comes out, like this is the new best one. Nope. Not at all. Time. Yeah, yeah. I haven't really, really loved one like this much since five. Like it's wow. so good. Like, I mean, the. Um, and I, I thought about it afterwards, and I the really the reason that I like it the most, I think, is that the cast of characters is just like amazing. Like your, your party really good, yeah. is super, everybody's super unique and interesting, and has good personalities. The cutscenes and the and the cinematics in this game are just amazing. Which I thought was neat because since you're playing on 3ds, I assume that you don't get a lot of like the cinematography that I got on PS4. I think it looks better on 3ds than really? PS4 okay, yeah. because the characters are meant to look cartoony to a degree, and like that. You lose a little bit of that on PS4. I mean, PS4 looks great. I'm not dogging the PS4 version. When it comes out in English, I'm playing it on PS4. But, like, it looks really, really great on 3DS in 3D. I mean, like, a lot of the times, like, how they use the camera and, like, swung it around to comedic effect was really great a lot of the time. Like, they do that on 3DS, too, though. Yeah, okay, so it is like, yeah, kind of the same thing. It's pretty much the same thing, yeah. So I guess I just feel bad for people that played it in 2D mode, then, where, like, the characters literally just stand there and do nothing. Yeah. But, so, what, so what makes it... So great. What makes it the best? I mean, for for me, so first of all, just as let's throw away Dragon Quest and just look at it as a JRPG, the pacing is amazing. I think it's the best paced JRPG I've played since like Final Fantasy IV. Like something is interesting is happening constantly throughout the whole game, and that's hard to do when the game's like eighty hours long. Whatever. You mean in the main story or side quests? Yeah, there's always something to do. There's always somewhere to go. Um, and because the characters are interesting, there's always someone to talk to if you're not sure where to go, to, to explain what's going on or to make jokes about the you know, situation, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But, like, some... Obviously, I'm, I can't spoil anything, but there's some pretty heavy things happen in this game that they've, they haven't done in previous Dragon Quest that they don't do in a lot of RPGs. Like, hmm. uh, Does your town get destroyed? I mean, I... I <laughs> Maybe like it's really it's really Maybe. stuff that's like no, I mean, you know, I'm not, life. does your I mean, mom die? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not, I wouldn't say, but like your dad were, was a famous warrior who left you when you were a boy, no, but no. then you oh my god, this is heavy stuff, man. <laughs> yeah, I, stuff, no JRPGs, just we're fears to tread. Yes, I I teared up and possibly lightly cried twice really? during this game. Wow. Yes, really. Yeah, it was once in the very end. Once at the very end, and okay, once good. like because I don't know, because it was over, or because something touching happened. Because what happened? Yeah, okay. and uh, and Damn, then once, hope, once like maybe three quarters of the way through. Wow, yeah, that's powerful. Stuff because for the characters, you, you care about the character. That's going to be interesting. Like, I, it will be better if they actually do. It'll be better if they do good voice acting. It'll be worse to, right? if they do bad. I'm sure they would. Graham, did you cry? No, I don't recall crying. There were some. Have you ever <laughs> cried? <laughs> Just like absolutely, yeah. Cry right now, Graham. <laughs> That's right. Okay. Prove it. That's good to know. But did you get those like touching moments? Yeah, there were spots that Do I you thought know what really he's nice. talking about. Yeah, I think okay. I definitely know the parts. Especially like the ending was really, really well done. And I imagine, like, if you are a huge Dragon Quest fan that's followed the entire thing forever, then the ending mm. will mean resonate it, with you a lot more. It was oh, the, so they did. It seemed like they were hitting that, like, oh, here's a, you're a Dragon Quest fan. Here's the touchstone for it was one, the, two, for me. Three, it was the four. best ending of any video game I've ever played. Oh and my that, god! I mean, I'm, I'm a, obviously. A, oh yeah, it's. But again, Dragon Quest fan. But like, if you Better played all the, the ending Dragon of uh, Metal Gear Solid Four, I didn't finish that shit. I'm joking. It's a horrible no. ending. It's like one of the worst endings. No, it's a great ending. Time. It's, it's the one. Is that the one where Hiroko went and got a sandwich and yes. then came back when and it was still dinner, going? On. Came back and like, it was still going. Yes, that is exactly the one. Um, yes. Is it is it because of fan service or just it was like? I don't want to say like okay. it's it's they do things that you wouldn't wouldn't have expect nobody is going into the game expecting and, Why, and did it's, they like and kill it's, someone important did the game no you're not gonna guess anyway so, like so, but so far everything you've said <laughs> it came out of the TV and like yeah. story or character based which I'm surprised 
yeah. to hear you say, but that's that's what it is that really like carries this one. Yeah, well, the game. I mean, as a as a JRPG gameplay is really good too. I mean, they they definitely learned a lot from Ten, the online one. Like, there's tons of they made the game so much more accessible and easy to play. And does like, it does it get? It, it seemed from our earlier discussion and from what I played, which was like the first five or six hours, it seemed very like stock. No surprises. That's JRPG just. The, I feel like that's JRPG well. Combat, though, did does that change at all, or is it like combat? Did you say? Yeah, the combat doesn't. I mean, it, it evolves. It doesn't change a ton. Yeah. I mean, there's like the fun part of the combat was for me was like since we talked about last time, you have these skill trees. Yeah, so you right. right. customize your characters to a certain extent. Right. And um, friend of the show Andy also played a whole lot of the game. Andy and when Church. I was Andy, yeah, Andy Trish. And when I was talking to him about it. He just told me about some like some crazy exploitable shit that he found. Oh, and so that was really awesome to do. Like a crazy build that just yeah, like a crazy build with the thief character Camus. And like if you do this with him, like you can throw just... it out there. What is it? There's there's a move in the Shit. game where if you poison somebody, your yeah. next attack will do three times damage. Okay, but also he has a separate move that just triples whatever your next attack is. So you get nine times. It's like, an, it's right. like a guaranteed critical hit. And no, no, not that one. There's one that just um, whatever next attack you do, it does it three times. Oh, oh, okay. Three times regular damage because they're poisoned already. Three three times. times. So you could easily do like 6,000 damage in one attack. Which would one shot a lot of bosses? Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. Nice. So okay. it's okay. the numbers in general are always a lot lower. Like Did you're not dealing just with break like, the game. Did you feel bad? Did you at least feel bad? <laughs> <laughs> well, for some of them, like for the key battles, you couldn't do it because later on, oh. bosses will do those things where like they remove all debuffs on themselves or remove all buffs oh. on you, so okay. they make it harder to use that strategy. But sure. for a lot of the game, you can just have Camus roll up and just kill a lot of bosses in one hit. Nice. And I wasn't using that until Andy pointed it out. But after you have that, it's hard it's to break. Another yeah. cat's out of the bag. <laughs> Another interesting thing about that game too is that well, some people will like this some people won't i guess but like it ends it has a proper ending like halfway through with the credits and everything and you halfway could stop through. there oh right yes like it, that it's was like okay a little more a little lesson yeah, yeah it was, like, it was like proper it's like beat it and there's another 20 hours like there's another 20 or 30 depending on how much you do because there's a lot of post-game stuff you can do okay. but it's not like normal where it's optional post-game stuff it's like if you actually want to see the true ending and finish the story you need to so do it's the not the real stuff. ending right so the one that made you tear up was not that one it was no it was the real one yeah yeah yeah, huh. but, uh, I hate. I fucking hate real endings versus like <laughs> bad endings. Well, you gotta play. It's uh, technically that, but it's is not. It's not like right? you're doing something over. You're just moving forward. You're continuing. So Plus it's the, like the story it's like justification a, for it was pretty interesting. Too. There is, yeah, there actually is a reason for it, yeah. which hmm. yeah, I'm very cool, curious what that could be. I loved I, it. I'm really surprised how much I loved it because I, I didn't expect to, it to be that good. I want to spend the rest cool. of the podcast trying to guess at the things <laughs> you are talking about because you don't want to spoil it. Like, well, I don't know anything about these games because you won't talk about them. I want to play like a hot or cold on what we're guessing. Right? That would be a good. Uh, section for the podcast. Oh, very cool. Any any surprises in terms of gameplay or character? And I mean, like, last 80 or 20, 40 hours that you guys played? I'm just I'm looking forward to seeing time. what the English version ends up being like, because there's mm-hmm. a lot of stuff uh, in the Japanese version that's kind of, I don't know, touch or go, like characters who are extremely gay. Yeah. And a lot of stuff they do is extremely gay. There's that Japanese archetype mm-hmm. yeah. character. Yeah. And like just, although in Japanese, they treat him very good. Like yeah, he's like, actually yeah. very respected in the game world and not treated weird, which he's is how it the should be, obviously. Yeah. Like, there's a whole like gay parade going on. Like he's gay and he's gay proud of it, but it's yeah. it's oh, not a thing in the world. In the world, everybody's like, yeah, even his, even, I mean, okay, spoiler, but like, even his dad is like totally like cool with it. And like, yeah, like it's not like, you know, traditional Japanese games where they like treat it. Yeah. so effeminate and, yeah. Uh-huh, like look at him. I hope they keep that in the English. And I mean, I'm looking forward to seeing you know just how the voice acting ends up being. Sure, because hopefully they do a good job with that. Well, are they think... doing? Do they say that? During yeah, the voice acting? they haven't actually said it. I don't think, but it's just assumed, Everybody's right? Just assuming. I mean, oh, I mean, they did it with Dragon Quest Eight, so right, right, right. And yeah. plus, it seemed like it'd be a huge waste not to. Sure. Wow, cool. Well, that makes me more excited for it. I mean, I I enjoy what I play, but it just didn't. It was just very 
stock vanilla. Let, let me let me ask you this one last thing about the ending. If you were not a Dragon Quest fan, if you had not played the previous games... It's not as impactful. It's still really but good. But it would still be a good ending. It's, oh, it's still a great ending, but okay. it definitely was a big part of it was okay. was being a fan. And, gotcha. and it, it will make sense if you play it. So, okay. Yeah. Awesome. Or if you YouTube it, like I will in about an hour. <laughs> I'm doing it right now. I don't know about you. Um, all right. Well, why don't we... Um, we don't have a whole lot of time, so why don't we stop here. I know, I know, Graham, you wanted to talk about Neo Atlas. 1469. 1469. That can wait. That'll have to wait till the next episode. So, so uh, yes, yeah, so wait, wait for that, uh, folks. Everybody look forward to that. But um, why don't we take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll have a bit of news... Uh, and that'll do it. Switch update adds video capture. <laughs> Yay! And save data transfers. So you hold down, right? You hold down the, um, the share button. Share yeah. button, I believe. Maximum of the 30 previous seconds. thirty seconds mm-hmm. of gameplay will be saved. So is it like always recording, and then you do that, and it saves the last thirty seconds of what you just sounds played? like the same thing the Super Nintendo does. Yeah, the, yeah. New, the new Super Nintendo does that as well. From okay. there, clips yeah. can be trimmed and shared on Facebook and Twitter. This is really cool. So hopefully, we'll start to see more. Stuff I've already seen a few people sharing some stuff. I think on it only supports like certain Nintendo games though, which is uh, oh really? Well, Mario Kart put out a patch today that supports it, and I've already seen a few different Mario Kart games. Four games so far: Zelda, Mario Kart, Arms, Splatoon Two. So nobody can watch me milk my cows then. (laughs) Not yet. Something tells me you're never going to get that support from those guys, but we'll see. That's funny. Is there a length for the clip? Like how long? Thirty seconds. Thirty seconds. So basically, it just has to be a GIF. That's right, more or less. Um, I will say, like, watching a couple of Mario Kart things today already, I was like, okay, I think I can get into this. Just because, like, I, maybe Mario Kart's a special case, right? Because there's always amazing slow-mo, yeah. like, replays in that game, but but still. Also, I guess, save data transfers, which I didn't know. Yeah, you can move your thing, profile but... to a new Switch now, finally. So you're not, like, stuck on one system for your whole life. like, ten people in the gaming media. Right, have more than one Switch. Yeah. Um, but uh, something a lot of more people do care about, Super Mario Odyssey. Boom. Calendars marked. Excitement. Yes. Going to to Ikebukuro this Sunday to go play a demo with Haruki. Oh, nice. Nice. Really? Yeah. Um, Do you know if if the typhoon doesn't get us? Oh, shit. Yeah. (laughs) Do you know if it's like any idea if it's like an E3 demo or if it's a. I think it's the same one that's in uh, like Targets and stuff in America right now. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, Well, they're doing a cool thing. Uh, Some people at Nintendo listen to this podcast, so I'm not going to take credit for this, but the coincidence. 
I think not. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Super Mario. So there is, I guess, Amiibo unlockable stuff in it, but you can get it without an Amiibo. So it's not really Amiibo exclusive anymore. Yeah. You, so if you, you want the me? Amiibos, buy the Amiibos, but you can still get the stuff that's in the game. You can just buy Amiibos because they're cool and they're like Amiibos, or maybe you'll or you, unlock them or faster. Or have an, obs- maybe. an obsession with Amiibos. Or, yeah, I don't know what kind <laughs> I of... I don't know anybody like, like that. Crazy on the other person side of the that would be, but... Um, but yeah, maybe you get them a little faster or something. I don't know. There aren't a whole bunch of details in yeah, the story. That's but, what it sounds like. Um, but yeah, I that's totally cool. That's fine. Um, that game, I oh man, man, like I don't think I'm gonna play anything else for like the next month after that game comes out. It looks so good. Have you been watching any of the videos? No, oh. I've been avoiding. There was a like a launch trailer, or there was a new. So I watched the commercial. Oh, okay. The like dancing mm-hmm. Mario commercial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, which was mostly safe because there were not footage, and then I just like looked away at the footage, <laughs> the footage part. Um, it's gonna be so good. But yeah, I've been seeing. There's been a lots of lots of different stuff. Somebody, oh, they had a playthrough of like thirty minutes of the Resident Evil Seven DLC yesterday. I'm like, what are you guys doing? Like, no, nobody should see this. Who, who wants to see this? Like, what are you doing? It's a month before it comes out. Millennials want to see it. Yeah, I was going to say, I want to see it. Ah, <laughs> no. Bad. I've watched way too much Mario Odyssey footage. Really? How there's, much is there actually, though? Like, lot. after a while, there's a, there's there's so many it worlds. all just blends together. So that's true. It's like, it's, at a certain point, it's not like you're watching for the footage, like you're watching to see the people who They never give you it. context, so it doesn't really matter in the end. No, but it does, because if you see, I mean, of course there's going to be, like, a snow world or whatever, but there's a lot of worlds that are just weird and seeing it for the first time would be like oh crazy there's this kind of world yeah. right I'm okay. playing for the lore I want to see what happens to yes. Mayor, Mayor Pauline or whatever she is there you go mm. um, Nintendo World Championships 2017 anybody catch any of this I almost last went weekend? I got invited I was oh. there I was Why in New York know? because I had a family thing that night oh yeah. really I watched it on uh, on I watched Twitch? it live on YouTube yeah, yeah it was okay. fun I caught the really well done. I, I yeah. mean, we, you and I were actually at the last one, Wait, 2015. Right. So you were at the thing and you were watching it live. No, uh, he, no, no, no. I was in the, the I was in the area. <laughs> oh, okay. Watching. I wasn't. I thought you were at the family event. Like, yeah, we have family events at Nintendo shows all the time. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, I but I mean, like watching it on your phone or something. No, no, we were. I was at a family event, but there were a lot of kids there, so we were just like, hey, let's watch the Nintendo uh, thing on YouTube on their TV or whatever. And we watched it's cool it, but... how they make what game you're gonna play part of the like fun it's just yeah surprise. nobody knew what games yeah. they were and they had weird ones that i'd never heard of what was the bean and yeah be uh the game boy advance game Bean. i forgot what it's called it's a bean was that game boy advance I yeah it so, was yeah. a it was a spinoff of uh it was like a WarioWare mini game that the oh, spinoff into a it? downloadable title i think it was like dsiware at some point bird and bean yes or you're right yeah. oh, is that the, the, just like beans? the bird and the bean oh, or yeah. something yeah. Yeah. You yeah. Yeah. me and my wife none of us can remember the name of that game really yeah when it came out yeah I got to see those guys when I was in the city, and like I was trying to get them to tell me what was in. Of course, they're super tight lip; wouldn't say a thing about anything. Like, I was nobody... a little disappointed that they didn't announce Mario Three at any point. Mario Three, oh, because of the wizard. Oh, you mean as a game in the thing? Yeah, it's uh, eternal. Just every world championship, right? You're gonna like, hope, like at the end, Mario they're Maker like, 3, yeah. "You've never, yeah, some sort of new game that no one's ever played before." Should have been. So I don't know if you remember, but after the well, last they had Mario Odyssey was part of it, they did. Well, that was a, yeah, at yeah. The but end, if you had been to E three or well, true. But at, at the end of the last one, we, we talked about it on the podcast. We were like, the one thing that's that's not cool about the Nintendo World Championships is that they're not World Championships, right? There's right. no other countries involved. I thought they would fix that, but they didn't. So that's yeah. the one thing I would like to see from the next one is like invite Japan, invite you know Europe, invite all these other regions, that and have be the cool. best of the best go against each other. Yeah, actually, the the champion of the 2015 
world championship John numbers. in the finals. Yeah, on his own, he didn't. So they they invited certain people to just have like special guest slots in Famous, the you right. know in the lineup. He actually earned his way in at like yeah, a best buy or whatever him because they don't want it to be the same guy. But how amazing is that he got to the finals too? But it's like a, he, it's an incredible story. Yeah, it's, it's so it's a, cool. It's a really good story, and they were they were it was really interesting uh, finals too. Like, yeah, yeah, it was. It was it's yeah. fun, really uh, well done. Like I feel like they're getting really good at the at the, you know the sort of I, I hate the term esports or whatever, but like they're basically like you know these kind of events, public events, are doing pretty well at them. What would you call esports, John? Anything but esports. It's the fucking stupidest garbage name ever. Yeah. <laughs> Electronic. <laughs> I was waiting. Yeah. Sarah's making faces. Yeah. 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 Oh, Nintendo East- World Champion oh, right. esports. It's uh, East- it's fun sports. Yeah, fun I call sports. it like kid sports. Yeah. Kids game sports. It's Kids fun. games. It's all good fun. Um, Oculus announces 199 standalone VR headset Oculus Go coming in 2018. I like it. Um, it's cheap. Yep. This seems like going head to head with the um, Gear VR. No. Well, what was oh, the, the, Google, the, Google, the Google thing? The new Microsoft ones or Daydream? No, no. Is a new Daydream? Is it one that Google announced? I forget what the name of it is now, but. Uh, yeah, that's the porn master. Fire it's kind right. of a new like. <laughs> it's not necessarily a phone. It's just a wire. It's kind of. I mean, like, this is uh, the future of VR. Like the future of VR is going to be dedicated sets that don't right. require a separate Inside PC or anything. Yeah, no, no I mean, it's very. Plus, it's no probably plus. a very like low level version of it, but like it's still cool that they're it's starting. It's low power, on it. right? Yeah, yeah. but um, it's cheap. It's affordable. But it is affordable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, Super Metroid sits out next year's game done quick for the first time ever. What? Oh. Why? Is this wow. Peter's fault? Um, save the animals. Yeah, I've always been worried about how like the kill the animals thing. Mm-hmm. I think it's just uh, they're worried about it getting. Uh, I don't know. I was getting kind of bored. I, I mean, it was nice to have the same thing every year, but I was getting kind of bored. Yeah, of it. right. And a yeah. lot of the times they like die too early, and then mm. like it well, really... someone always falls really far behind, yeah. and you're then talking... you have to wait like ten minutes. You're talking for that about one the race, thing. though. Yeah, like yeah. I never get tired of seeing Zosty. Like, Zos is always improving on that game. It's always fun to see him play it. But Yeah, give it a couple of years, though. They'll have a lot more to come back with, and uh, maybe it'll actually be, like, yeah, big-time improvements and mm-hmm. stuff. There will be speedruns of the, both the original Metroid for NES and Metroid Prime 3 Corruption, so it won't be Metroid-less. Mm. And uh, Awesome Games Done Quick 2018 kicks off January 7th. 2018. Speaking of the original Metroid, because I'm sure it's not in our news, a uh, friend of the show, Hip Tanaka, Chip Tanaka, has an album coming That's right. out on November 15th called Django. He's the original composer for Metroid, Django. Earthbound, uh, Balloon Fight, which is also cool. That was in the Nintendo World Championships. Uh, yeah. The, the eSport known as Balloon Fight, Sarah. I played uh, it in the first <laughs> Animal Crossing game. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny that actually a lot of people who mm-hmm. first experienced the Balloon Fight was in Animal Crossing. That's kind of cool. They really need but, to bring the, like, those classic games back to Animal Crossing, just throwing that out there. Well, I think they figured out that, oh, we can make money off this, right? so that's why we're never going to see it again. But Ooh. Speaking of speedruns, this is pretty cool. There are already people speedrunning Super Mario Odyssey, the store demo. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Target, right? These are great. Yeah, they're like, we have a handheld camera. They're just like yeah. bringing their cell phone there. And um, That's so funny. So far, the fastest uh, through the demo is five minutes twenty eight seconds. Uh, on October 12th so <laughs> that's that's fucking awesome I, I did not heard of that that's really funny um, IGN acquires Humble Bundle this was kind of that was interesting surprising huh? not news. so humble anymore huh guys um, we chose IGN because they understand our vision share our passion for games and believe in our mission to promote awesome digital content while helping charity etc cetera, etc cetera. so yeah I guess it just this brings up a bunch of questions just about okay well where is the line drawn than where i mean ign is now yeah. like, clearly selling games so um well i mean game informer 
That's true. Yep. Yeah. It's done by GameStop. That's I true. was going to say that, too. Yep. Yeah. Yep. What line? Proud tradition of... you got to trust your... Blurry gray area. Trust or not trust the people you read, basically. Yep. Uh, don't trust us. No, don't trust us at all. <laughs> what about Ziku? Graham. Wake up, Graham. Yeah, they have Five's newest character is Zika? Zeku. It's, uh, it's Guy's ninja teacher. So he's, he's from the series already. Really? Yeah, and he's. I think he's Street Fighter V's first like, stance switch character, so it's like you can just switch ah, to yeah. different styles. So it's like Gen or whatever. But, okay. And um, his young form is Strider. Like he's got an actual Strider costume and everything, and his, his jump actually does the whole stupid Strider thing where he starfishes in the air. What yeah. the hell? Did you Why? say Guy That's or Guile? So Who's teacher? Guy. Guy, okay. Ninja Final, fight guy. Final Fight Guy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I never thought of him as a ninja, I guess, but okay. No, he's yeah, a ninja. ninja, yeah. It's, it's Bushin. Absolutely. absolutely a ninja. Yeah, it's absolutely a ninja, ninja. ninja without a ninja costume, I guess. Yeah, and he's, so. got, he's got like the actual Strider costume. A ninja who looks nothing like a ninja. Oh, he was in Street Fighter Alpha 2. But he was just what? An ending. He was something. Guy's ending. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. Man, they are They're really, really digging deep. <laughs> I was going to say. Which, which, I mean, like, I like. I like seeing all these Street Fighter yeah. characters that, you, that have always been in the background sure. but never been fighters. It's cool to see them. Or in sure, the background sure. once 25 years ago. Uh, yeah. <laughs> One game that no one remembers. I wanted to know more about the Bushindu um, style. But, um, so is he is he good, bad? What's your take on the character editorialized? I, I, I don't think he's out yet. Oh, he's not out yet. I don't believe so. <laughs> oh, all right then. When does yeah. he come out? Uh, I'm not sure. <laughs> they announced well, in Italy. Like, I haven't paying. Will be available attention. for purchase beginning October 24th. Yeah. Oh, pretty soon. Okay. Um, but it's yeah. cool that also they added that like Strider and Street Fighter connection now as well. Oh, right. Yeah, sure. Because it seems like I mean Strider the game takes place like in the mid 2000s or something. Right. Two something something X. Yeah, it's like 2048 or something. But this is in the 90s. So, so it, maybe he's mean, the original Strider. Because Strider's just a code name. Yeah. It gets passed on. So Street Fighter 2020 now, is that Ken? the yeah. Strider it's Ken's <laughs> universe now? Okay, all right. Street Fighter 2010, the final fight. Speaking oh, yeah. of which, uh, friend of the show, Mr. Yoko Taro, creator, what, director of uh, Nier? Both. And Nier Automata. His uh, next project, he would like to be an adult film, apparently. <laughs> Yeah. Um, is A4 going to be working on this? Absolutely. <laughs> um, in what in what respect, JJ? Localization, <laughs> obviously. Oh, right. You're going to be doing some voice acting, maybe, I thought? I mean, I want to be uh, under the creative floor. You wanna, do you want to be like the fluffer? Literally. Is that yeah. what you want to do? So according to Famitsu, uh, they... Would they, did they ask him what he wants to do next? Or is it, Okay, his remarks at a, at a summit in Singapore. Um, let's see. Things that he wants to do... Including movie adaptation, adaptation, a true sequel to Drakengard, a remake of the first Nier, really, already, and uh, an adult film. I think this may be off-putting, but I'd like to make an adult video, he said. <laughs> I think of it as something I'd like to le- at least make once in my lifetime. All right. At least he's honest. Um, I can't imagine that would end with like anybody living at the end. <laughs> it would be a pretty bleak, yeah, dark. Pretty, yeah, a really just kind of <laughs> rough porn. <laughs> <laughs> Just the way you like it, JJ. Uh, yeah, maybe not. Um, <laughs> Super NT. Yes. Along NT as a new logo, new design, new philosophy, new lease on life. And uh, well, it's no longer an friends. analog NT. Now it's a it's a Super NT. Well, there's that too now, right? Mm-hmm. But what's the name of their company? Just analog. I don't know. It's the name of the company. Did you see a friend of the show Corey Schmidt's redesign there? I saw. Yeah, I ordered one. Pretty spiffy. You did. I did. I got the black one. Um, yeah, there's like what, are there four different designs. Yep. There's like Super Nintendo, kind of cool. Super Famicom, yeah. Black, and and see-through. see-through yeah. Um, why the black one? Because it's the least offensive. I mean, they're all. I mean, they all look good, but they're all kind of you know a little. Yeah. Corny. I mean, like yeah. you know, mm-hmm. they don't look as good as the real thing. The Super so Nintendo why? one is a little. Looks a little cheap. I yeah. Think. But the other ones, I the thought black one looked like good. the least like 
you know, it doesn't stand out that much, so I like it for that. But. So these are all FPGA-based yes. systems, which uh, I didn't know what that was, but now I guess I do. Um, does anybody want to explain why that's better than software emulation like you get in a Super NES? Well, my limited understanding is that it's basically the chip, the actual hardware, like basically yeah. replicates the the original Super Nintendo hardware. So it's it's not the same as emulating. It's like, I mean, it's emulating the. Well, I don't even. I don't want to use the word emulator because I'm going to sound dumb. But I mean, basically, it's basically replicating a Super Nintendo hardware, right. but allowing it to output to HDMI, and with like zero display lag. So like you're, it's like having a real Super Nintendo, but that's just just better outputs. Right. For all the cartridge knows sound as well too so like you're getting the real nintendo sound home. instead of yeah. like emulated sound which has been a little iffy on super nintendo because a, of how good it was yep and then 100 percent library compatibility mm-hmm. um so yeah and way the fuck more affordable than yes that was the thing and yeah. um, and the thing that pushed me over the edge too is that apparently the guy who so the guy who made the firmware has also like released he did this for analog nt too but he also goes and releases firmware that plays every other system as well on it like afterwards so like if you want to get his side thing you can then play everything besides super nintendo via emulation and like have it be perfect so uh 190 bucks for sale in february pre-orders open now Yep. Um, and yeah, the NT and NT Mini were four hundred ninety nine and four forty nine. Yeah, you never got either of those. Huh? No, I got an analog NT, but that's uh, analog uh, something mini. I forgot what it's called anymore. But not the other one, like not the real one. It's good, but it wasn't as good as the NT. But it was hmm. much cheaper. Nice. Comes with an eight bit do controller too, which are really oh. really good wireless controllers. Okay. E uh, three got a new logo. Congrats! Their sh- really shitty old logo had been around. <laughs> I still way I, too long. I feel like I like the old logo better though. Like the new that one is so logo. the new one is so generic. I mean, it is, but the old one is like generic '90s, like really bad. Yeah. But I liked when they like spun it in a circle. Yeah. I was about that. Yeah. I like how they said they like one of the reasons they changed the logo was something about like you know high resolution displays or something, and then they sent out a press release with like a low res version of the logo, <laughs> so it's like all blurry <laughs> and shit. Guys. Um and. And uh, why don't we end with this poor one out for uh, our friends at Visceral Games. Man, that sucked. Yeah, I mean, not that I played Battlefield Hardline or, or anything. Didn't they make Dead Space but recently? Yeah. But yes, yeah. they made Dead Space. They're making the, that new Star Wars solo I love single them. player game. They were, they were it, yeah. And now it's like basically canceled. I mean, it's it's yeah. been passed along to... What Vancouver studio or something? It's gonna become one of those games that services loot box up your butt and your face <laughs> all around the place. But <laughs> I was surprised just because you know this is the Amy Henning. Yeah. Uh, oh no shit! I didn't realize yeah. that. And it's oh. the thing that they showed that little glimpse of. Yeah, was everybody to... went back. I mean, of course it's Star Wars. Everybody's gonna go yeah. batshit about it, whatever it was. But I was like, I could deal with like a single player. Right. Basically, the reason they described that they canceled it is exactly the reason why I was interested yeah. in it, which does not make me hopeful for It was supposed to be like Star, Star Wars Uncharted. And I was just talking to somebody anyway. this week about how somebody in Japan who was asking about the industry in the West and like talking about how like EA buys up all these developers and then they end up going out oh we were talking about how we were talking about how the UK industry basically is more or less destroyed by EA like they bought all these companies Bullfrog this that and the other thing and then like closed them and then they went and did the same thing to Visceral this week it's like ugh like they're just video game imperialists bad for the industry yeah I mean the the one thing about about Visceral though is correct me if I'm wrong but I think EA like they started as a they're just like an EA team that was created from within EA I don't think they existed and then were bought by EA oh really I don't know I had that impression but I could be wrong okay I, I could be wrong too, um, yeah. but anyway, regardless, uh, 
Sucks for those guys. Pouring out for those guys. I hope everyone yeah. lands on their feet. Um, well, a lot of them got moved to other EA teams. That's apparently. That's, that's good. That's the, yes, that sounds good. like that's the fact, and I know a lot of people were reaching out. So we hope everybody uh, finds good gainful employment soon. That's not the one Mitch was working on, right? He's on the. He's no. on Okay. He's on. Oh, he's on battle. battle yeah. Battle right. Right. Front. Okay. Yeah. Good. Um. So yes. Um. And until what? I guess that about wraps it up uh, for this episode. Yeah. Until two weeks from now, maybe, maybe, hopefully, we'll have a special interview, and uh, we'll be talking a hell of a lot, I guess, about Mario Odyssey. Mm-hmm. Hopefully. Oh yeah. So look forward to that. Uh, until then, where should people bide their time? JJ. Uh, you can find us on our website eight-four.jp. Uh, we also have our second home giantbomb.com. Uh, we also have our gaff thread neogaff.com. Um, we really should make them just make a master thread for all no. of our episodes. Like they're getting smaller and smaller. Yeah, I I, I kind of agree now. No. It, it was it was I used to love that we had a, a thread per every episode, <laughs> but now it's like uh, maybe it should just be thrown into one. Not getting enough uh, contributions begging, to the you're thread. You're not for people enough no. to post enough. Yeah, I know. Well, maybe we should do something other than a podcast. Oh, <laughs> because nobody listens to podcasts anymore. It's true. Podcasts are so that's last not true. year. Yeah, that's right. Podcasts. They're a little more than last year. Yeah, it's like podcast is booming. Is it though? Don't give them people. We're not give the li- listeners the impression this podcast. is... We're not a true crime podcast. Yeah. We, we could try as it yeah. has ever been. It's no Dirty John, but we're doing okay. <laughs> Whatever, Filthy Sarah. We're doing all right. <laughs> it's a good nickname. Um, uh, we're doing good. We're doing good. Don't worry about us. But yeah, we'll, we'll entertain <laughs> other other ideas. Why Still not? Kicking. Um, <laughs> until two weeks from now, then who wants to take us out? All right, so I figured out the ending to Dragon Quest. What is it? What number? Eleven. Uh, <laughs> eleven. <laughs> God damn it! I had to look that up too, though. So Dragon Quest Eleven. <laughs> the ending is: it turns out the last boss was actually your son from the past, who was your father, and he had to burn your town down in order to kill your mom. Uh-huh. Who was actually the last boss who was sealed uh, beneath the town using sun magic? Oh my god! <laughs> so there was two last bosses. I'm cr- I'm did I say two? Did I say here. two? I think John, you did. I know why you. T- I now I now I get it. So yeah, <laughs> you understand? I know why you tears, get it. They fall like rain. <laughs>
There's a certain kind of rhythm in a well-run auto repair shop. To auto mechanics trained by ITT Technical Institute, it's often the sweet sounds of success. Call ITT Technical Institute and tune up your career. 3724343. Yeah. Why are you so obsessed with me? Yeah.